0: Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.
1: It's Monday, April 3rd. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Voters throughout Missouri head to the polls tomorrow for municipal elections. Residents in many counties and cities will decide whether to put sales taxes on marijuana. And at some point, we need new revenue to keep up with the expectations of the great services that St. Louis County provides. Coming up, St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum and Jonathan All discuss what's at stake in tomorrow's elections. A House bill allowing for the appointment of a special prosecutor to address crime in cities like St. Louis is awaiting debate on the Senate floor. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg reports, the sponsor believes the measure will help victims of violent crime get justice.
2: Under the bill passed by the Missouri House, the governor would be able to appoint a special prosecutor to take on cases of violent crime in jurisdictions that exceed a certain murder case rate. Currently, St. Louis is the only area that meets that criteria. The bill is seen as targeting St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner. The bill's sponsor is Representative Lane Roberts. He says he doesn't care who the circuit attorney is, but also says St. Louis's crime rates impact the rest of the state.
0: St. Louis uh, loves to lay claim to being our, our economic engine. I don't deny that. But there is a certain amount of uh, responsibility that comes with that title.
2: Gardner is currently facing an attempt from Attorney General Andrew Bailey to remove her from office. In Jefferson City, I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio.
1: Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker has issued a disaster declaration for five counties following Friday's severe weather. More state resources are now available in Boone, Crawford, DuPage, Marion, and Sangamon counties. Crews are still assessing damage in several areas. The National Weather Service has confirmed 12 tornadoes last Friday in Illinois. The St. Louis region's only emergency shelter for families facing homelessness is using $1 million from Amazon founder Jeff Bezos to privatize its rapid rehousing program. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lipman has more on the largest grant in Gateway 180's history.
0: Rapid rehousing programs help cover the cost of things like application fees or security deposits. Gateway 180 currently covers those expenses up front and gets reimbursed through federal grants, says its executive director, Kathy Connors. Bringing the program fully in-house means the money gets to clients faster. Connors says the Bezos grant gives Gateway 180 an extra three years to do planning and fundraising.
1: It is quite the gift to Gateway 180, but even more so, it's a gift to those we
0: serve, those we rehouse, and um, in our community. Since November, the agency has used Bezos grant money to help 39 families with rapid rehousing. Connors says it normally takes a year to serve that many clients. I'm Rachel Lipman. St. Louis Public Radio.
1: Renewable energy use has increased in Illinois and Missouri in the past year. A report from the nonpartisan research group Climate Central shows a 16 percent jump nationally in renewable power last year compared to 2021. Climate Central analyst Jen Brady says the trend in the Midwest is also encouraging.
0: Missouri is top 20 in wind power, not quite as high
2: in solar power, and Illinois is top 10 in wind power and top 20 in solar power.
1: The report shows use of wind power up more than 20% in both states, but the capacity to generate wind power dropped slightly in Illinois and is unchanged in Missouri. Some Illinois lawmakers want to make personal finance a required semester-long course in high schools. Democratic State Representative Curtis Tarver's proposal says high schoolers will have to take a class covering things like managing credit, budgeting and retirement planning, among other topics. Tarver says some existing classes cover broad economic concepts, but not many help with the basics. For a lot of uh, students and individuals in general, they just don't know the value of money and the importance of getting off on the right foot. Um, I don't see how certain other subjects could be more important than that, especially in this society. The Illinois Treasurer's Office and some banking groups support the idea, but others, like the Illinois State Board of Education and Illinois Association of School Boards, are opposed. If passed, freshmen entering high school in 2027 would be the first students to take the new course. This measure now heads to the Illinois Senate. Voters throughout Missouri head to the polls tomorrow for municipal elections. They typically don't have a large turnout, but can impact how communities function and how much money residents pay in taxes. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All and Jason Rosenbaum discuss what's at stake tomorrow.
0: What exactly are voters deciding tomorrow?
2: So Missourians are going to the polls to decide municipal elections, which could include mayoral and city council races, but it could also include like contests for school boards. And in many places, voters will also be faced with ballot items that raise taxes in one form or another. School districts and municipalities often use the April elections to offer up bonding plans that could lead to major construction projects for years to come. So it's not the pizzazziest election cycle, but it's pretty important for people in local communities.
0: Along those lines, is it fair to say that these elections have much lower
2: turnout than a presidential or even a midterm election? Oh, it's more than fair to say. It's, it's pretty accurate. Uh, because there's just generally less money spent on things like television or radio advertisements for municipal elections, uh, there's a lot of voters that don't even know that an election is even happening tomorrow. And uh, that's bothersome to people like St. Louis Alderwoman Carol Howard, who noted that there's a lot at stake in the city of St. Louis, which is having an election to determine who will serve on the Board of Aldermen.
0: I sure hope the voters wake up and see their responsibility of getting out to the polls because this first round of voting on the Board of Aldermen was just, I can't believe only 12% across the city showed up. And those are the people that are making decisions for the whole city. Tuesday's elections also feature scores of ballot items that would uh, implement sales taxes on recreational marijuana Why did local governments want to push this particular tax hike so much?
2: The constitutional amendment that legalized adult-use marijuana allowed cities and counties to place 3% sales taxes up for a public vote. And scores of local governments are taking advantage of this, including 35 cities in St. Louis County, four in Jefferson County, five in St. Charles County, five in Franklin County, three in Marion County, and one in Phelps County. Additionally, St. Louis, St. Charles, Franklin, Phelps, and Marion counties all have countywide marijuana taxes on the ballot. And people like St. Louis County Executive Sam Page say the money generated from this tax could help alleviate budgetary concerns. You know,
1: our expenses in St. Louis County continue to go up. Health insurance goes up. Wages go up. Um, The cost of asphalt and cement goes up. And at some point, we need new revenue to keep
2: up with the expectations of the great services that St. Louis County provides. But there's
0: a pretty big disagreement about how far-reaching the countywide taxes are. Can, can you explain that
2: conflict? County leaders like Page say that countywide taxes would be collected in all dispensaries, including ones located in cities. But backers of the measure that legalized marijuana in Missouri, like John Payne, counter that the constitutional amendment would only allow a countywide tax to be collected at dispensaries in unincorporated areas.
0: There's a little downside for them to make this argument uh, and try. Uh, but uh, obviously, if they, if they go ahead and try to put that tax on some of these uh, dispensaries that are in incorporated areas uh, where the, the municipalities have this authority, uh, then I'm sure somebody is going to litigate that and uh, you know, it's going to go to the courts.
2: So if if Payne is correct, and this does go to the judicial branch, there could be massive implications for counties. For instance, if St. Louis County can collect marijuana taxes at all of the dispensaries within its borders, it could boost revenue by around $3 million a year. But if they can only tax dispensaries in unincorporated areas, say like South St. Louis County, then the proceeds could be much lower and very likely under a million dollars. Jason Rosenbaum is STLPR's politics correspondent. Thanks for talking with me today. Thank you for having me.
1: Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Ashley Listenby is the news director of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt.